Welcome to the BJJ Camps podcast. I'm speaking today to Gordo, who is coming over in July to teach his camp on the 16th and 17th. He's coming over from Florida. He's doing a couple of little seminars around the UK, and then he's doing his weekend seminar here with us, focusing on half guard, which to say he invented... Um, a lot of people claim they invent a lot of things nowadays, but he, he basically took what was a purely defensive position uh, and turned it into the half guard that you know today with sweeps, submissions, everything from from every angle. Uh, through necessity, through an injury to his knee, it's essentially what he developed. Um, so it's going to be really good to learn a lot of this straight from the horse's mouth, for lack of a better phrase. Um, unfortunately, we've had slight issues with the recording, so some of the recordings come back quite dodgy. I've tried to chop it out, so unfortunately, I did speak to Roberto for about 10 minutes about how he got started in jiu-jitsu um, and his time spent with Carlos Gracie Jr., Half Gracie, and the Machados. And It was... <laughs> Really quite a, a lovely bit of conversation that unfortunately isn't going to be in the podcast because uh, there was audio recording issues. But the gist of, of what he says was he grew up in the inner circle of the Gracies. He went to kindergarten with Ralph Gracie. I'm doing a lot of this from memory because the audio is not good at all. And I, he grew up in and amongst the inner circle of the Gracie. He started training when he was 15 years old. Um, his first main instructors were Carlos Machado, um, Hegan Machado, before they moved over to America in the late 80s. Um, and then he trained a lot with Jean-Jacques Machado. So you do hear later on in the podcast a brief chat about Hegan, uh, Jean-Jacques Machado. sorry, And... We'd sort of discuss him and how how, how it was for, for uh, Goddard to train with him. And we also talk a little bit about Ben Poppleton as well and uh, Goddard's introduction to him and their relationship. Um, hopefully you will enjoy the podcast despite missing maybe 10, 15 minutes of it. If you want to come to the camp with Gordo, it is on the 16th and 17th of July, like I've said. Um, you can go over to the website www.latedistrictbjjcamps.com and you can book and pay on there. Um, personally, I've been wanting to train with Gordo. I missed out last time he was in the country because I was injured quite severely. Um, and then COVID put a real stomper on it for us last time when he was meant to come over. So... It's been a fair few years in the making and I'm really looking forward to it and hopefully we'll have some of you join us there too. Enjoy the rest of the podcast. I'm trying to to be at the academy with Jackie. I'm, I'm always seeing the training, like see like, you know, and, and as soon as my knee got a little bit better, I stop. I start training again. But in the beginning, I cannot move one leg well. You know, it was my left leg first. Injury. Then 
I, I just start to defend myself, you know, side control, starting the side control, defending, defending yeah. to improve my defense. And, but once I, I, then I realized that I can, I can stay in my side and do a little bit half guard, you know, and that's how I, I, I didn't expect to invent, to create or to develop anything. I just want to train and to improve my defense. That, that was the pretty much the, 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 the idea and but i cannot just defend all the time then that's how i start doing some like especially the underhook yeah and start start uh doing sweeps and start going on top you know then of course when i start doing that my training partner starts the defending yeah and that's how we evolve jiu-jitsu is a lot of like that you know everything you you start doing different your partner start to defend it, and you need to create a way to 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 increase your game. You know. Yeah. So you 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 developed your half guard just through necessity, through your knees being injured. Yes. And just yes. not not stopping, not stopping training it, but actually actively finding ways around it, as opposed to just stopping and resting and. Well, yeah, yeah. Just stopping like the doctor advises. I mean, doctors are brilliant, but they don't always take into account. Yeah, you I mean, go mad. some of course, of course, the doctors need to to take their precautions, but mm. they don't know exactly what jujitsu. And the, the first thing the doctor says is always like, you need to stop. Yeah, you know, no sports, no these, no that. And I always say like to my students, okay, you have like, you have like say shoulder. Yeah. So there's a very, very bad injury. But I, I cannot train, I cannot do this. Okay, but you, you cannot stop uh, exercising. That's my idea. You know, mm. you, even you can run, you can walk, lift weights, or actually in jiu-jitsu, you can do guard with your legs. We can do like a back attack, something like that. You cannot use your shoulder that much. Of course, sometimes it's so painful or, or the injury is so bad, you need to 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 rest yeah and yeah. take care and back back strong you know it's never what we like to do as humans though is it we don't like to just step away and rest yeah <laughs> no it's uh so I, i'm i'm really intrigued from because i've heard from ben poppleton's perspective how sort of you came across to him and how you how he was introduced to you but i'd i'd like to hear it from your side so how did you meet ben first I'm not hundred percent sure, <laughs> but probably. I mean, I don't. Re I really don't remember the first day. He, I, I, I'm sure that he, he, he told me that how it was, but I don't remember exactly. No, no, no. I just know that that probably it was in Greece, Baja. Yeah. When he first came to America, to Brazil, sorry, and I, I was there every morning. Yeah. Especially every morning, I was there, and because afternoons I used to teach at my school. Yeah. And every morning I'm at the Grease Bar, and I'm probably when he he first got there, I'm one of the right hand on the match. Then it's kind of easier to him to remember me than I remember just uh. And and the thing is, my English was very bad. Then right. I just say hi, you know, hey, how are you? That's it. I, I have a bad, very bad English. Like my English started getting better. I, I studied when I was a kid in the school 
an English course. Yeah. But I really start I really start learning uh, when I start traveling, especially to to America, or then then my English starts getting better and I can communicate a little bit. I really missing. I think I really miss a lot of opportunities to to have like better friends, mm. like the Americans or British, because of no English in that time and. I'm, I'm sure that Ben has a hard time because not just me, it's I, just a few people that speak English in that time, you know. Yeah. But I remember that because I, I was interested in learning English, I, I probably tried to communicate more with him. Yeah. And I remember that a few times he he teach me a little bit English, you know, like I always ask him how I say this, how I say that. And he, he teach me a little bit. And he lived, he, he really lived at, the, at my mom's house for a while. He rented a room at my mom. Yeah. Then that, that's probably why we get more close, you know. Became more connected through that. Because, yeah, he, he sort of said he sort of lived with your mom for a while. and, and uh, Yeah, I think, he, I think he lived at my mom's like two years probably. I, I think so. Really? Was it for that long? Yeah. Wow. I, I think so. More than one year. I mean, back and back and forth, yeah, back yeah, and forth yeah, going yeah. back, but but you know, totally is more than one year for sure. So, yeah, because he he now runs he he now essentially runs Gordo Jiu Jitsu in Europe, doesn't he? He's sort of heads that yeah. for you. So you so you've you've obviously built up a, a decent relationship with him to be able to entrust him with that, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I know, like Ben. It's one thing that I can say. It's a guy that I can trust. He's a, how, how can I say? He's a very trustful guy. Mm. And he is, uh, and he's, the way how people say now, he's very old school, you know? He, he really like, uh, like the, the, the jiu-jitsu, how it should be, you know? Yeah. Not just about, you know, like make money or this or that. He, he, he really looked for, jiu-jitsu and that that's how i look to them that's that's why we get more connected yeah to be fair i i see exactly what you mean because i think i'm very uh it's one of the reasons i've got a lot of time for ben is simply because his only real goal is to really just share jiu-jitsu he's not he's not bothered about yeah. anything else other than just making sure that everybody that, that comes to learn from him or that, that he trains with benefits from the time that they spend with him. Yeah. And, uh, and to be fair, he, he says he, he's forever, whenever he teaches, he's forever crediting where he learns things from. Um, I think that's quite nice because you see the amount of stuff that he's picked up from you over the years or from Carlos Gracie Jr. or from... Um, Whoever else he's trained with, you know, the judo guys that he's trained with over here, he will always say, you know, I can teach you this, but this is where I learnt it from. And it really sort of... Yeah. This is, this is a very nice thing for him too. He always he always gives the credit for the ones who, who help him or yeah. who teach him. Right. Yeah, yeah, I think he's... But he's, he's very, very good at adapting techniques. It's one of the reasons I get on with him because... My arm being so, uh, so different. The first thing Ben ever said to me, I went to a seminar to do some open guard with him, and he looked down at me and he goes, "How are you going to manage to do this with your spacky hand?" 
And that was it. That was the first thing he said to me. I'm like, from then on, we got on really, really well because he was all, he was interested in how I could adapt techniques to suit myself. He just, I think he just likes yep. problem solving. I think he just likes to solve yeah. the problem of jujitsu and share it. And uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a very interesting part about jiu-jitsu. You try, I mean, that's, that's the thing that I like sometimes, like when people like ask me some questions that some questions, I, I just know that the, the answer, you know, you ask yeah. me how I do this, I say, yeah, okay, just move to the right and do this and do that. That one thing that I learned from Carlos Grace, no, for, sorry, from Carlos Machado, his, his jiu-jitsu is very simple mm. and you, 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 you ask him like a very hard question, like difficult question. He just say, take your hand out. Then you think, man, so you feel like so stupid, you know, yeah, so easy. Yeah, yeah. The, the answer is so easy. And, but I like also when someone asks me a question that I need you really to think about. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Like, it's not just an easy question, but someone asked me, then I, I start thinking, I never thought about that. Then I need to, 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 to understand and to to try to to make the guy understand you know that that's one good thing about jiu-jitsu like really study jiu-jitsu you know yeah i think that's i i'll i'll do the exercise side of things but what really keeps me personally invested in it and, and my enjoyment comes from the studying it and the understanding of things and especially as everything develops in the competitive scene and watching the, yeah. the, the Nogi guys run through leg locks and start to better them. I'm constantly just trying to solve everything, every puzzle that I, that I get put, that gets put in front of me. Um, and it's that, that yeah. I find really interesting over everything else, over the exercise, all the benefits. It's, it's the, it's the trying to understand it that grips me. Yeah, you really need to use your brain a lot. Yeah, you know, that's a good thing. It's a, it's a body exercise, but it's mentally is like a lot of like you need to use a lot too. Yeah, no, no, no. It's uh, which is again, it's another reason I started doing all these camps because I'm not a specialist on a lot of things. I'll you know, so in order to make up from that, I like to bring people over to train or to go and train with people myself that are specialists at stuff. That way I can find the answers yeah. in the easiest way possible. So Yeah, it's good. It's a very good idea. I actually will connect with a lot of different people. You have a you know have a lot of different perspectives, different ideas. Mm. It's a very good and we get so when you come up uh, in in July, we've got there'll be at least 10 other black belts on the mat as well all looking at the same problems and with little different yep. tweaks and twerks and I'll do things very, obviously I'll aim to do the technique as well as I can but I'll have to change things midway through and make ad uh, adaptations and it's it's nice to hear other people's adaptations being put in there as well It's I, I, yeah. I love it, I really enjoy the environment that we do it in because it's very open and it's, re it's really, really relaxed. You'll see when you come over, it's just, it's just relaxed. Yeah, that's good. And that's the, that's what we want it to be like. So, uh, 
But so we're going to be working on half guard. Is if we were to if we were to try and not necessarily plan out what we would be doing, is it going to be bottom half guard sitting up into it, or what sort of things are we going to be looking at for the people that are yeah, coming? Yeah, I mean, uh, last time I've been in, in, in England was two more than two years ago. Uh, because the pandemic, I didn't went last year. It was three years ago. Yeah, it was because 2019. The, yeah. Then I do. I did like a tour, like a half guard. It was really the the fundamentals of half guard. Yeah. You know that that's what then. Because of course, I have my my thoughts, my ideas, but then actually like helped me to guide to you know what people expect more. And of course, he he's a British guy. He knows bridge people better than me yeah and then I, I i of course i would talk to him but yeah pretty much that the one thing that i have been working a lot is that it's a half guard to the issue the issue the half guard i have been doing this game a lot yeah. you know but it was kind of what i teach three years ago then of course we go a little bit over we're gonna do some different games too you know wonderful and i think it's a good it's a good idea to do like some passing too half guard passing mm -hmm. you know, especially because once you you stop understand the passing you can understand better the 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 the, the, the bottom game too then I, I think we can work a little bit in the passing guard too yeah i mean we've got We've got four sessions over over the weekend, four sessions over two days, um, plus all the sparring and training time that we'll that we'll make the most of as well. So, yeah. um, I'm sure there'll be plenty of questions fired your way as well um, from the guys that are attending. But... And, and another thing that, that sometimes I plan one thing, but the questions drive me to to different ways too. Yeah, then, depending kind of question i can we can get this side or this side you know it's not 100 i don't i don't plan 100 percent how it's going to be i just have an idea but i can go here or here yeah, yeah no to be fair i i like that i think that's more it's, valuable. i think it's it's like it's like jujitsu no? yeah yeah it's it like is. yeah you, you have your you have a game plan you have a game plan, but you need to change. So is that so what is the reaction and reaction? Is that what you're practicing at the at the moment for yourself? Then sort of half guard with your knee shield and bringing it in and out. Well, I mean, yeah, I I I can tell that I really not practicing too much half guard right now. I, yeah. I'm training basic with my students. You know, mm -hmm. I have like some brown and purple belts. But I'm, I mean, because the have the level is not that high, let's say right now, I'm I'm training different stuff too. But uh, I'm been teaching like last two years, specific for let's say if you talk about half guard, I have been teaching a lot of knee shoots. Right. And do you think that's yeah. that that's the more beneficial position because? A lot of a lot of the fundamental half guard that you that I teach personally, um, 
when people get started, I teach a lot of sitting up into the underhook, uh, looking to either yeah, take the yeah. back. Yeah, that, that's the, uh, the fundamental idea is always, in my, my opinion, it's the underhook, yeah. right? What I have been working on the hook, it's more specific because I, uh, when I was young, I just get smashed a lot and I work in my underhook. Now, I don't want to get too much smashed and I want to have more distance. Yeah. You know, then I'm, I'm using the knee shield just to get close. You know, it's not, it's not just keep the knee shield. I use the knee shield as a protection, especially if heavy guys that want to smash. Yeah. You know, and from the knee shield, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for the, the other hook and or sometimes I go like deep. Deep is not that much that I'm, I'm working, but, but I can do it. You know. Yeah, I think uh, I, I'll, the only thing, yeah, I don't do much from deep half. I don't do much from right. going deep underneath personally. Um, I have got a couple of guys that, that really do work it quite well and, and have a full... Yeah, system that they play. I do. There. I can do well, but I can do well. But sometimes I, I feel a little bit exposed in my arm, mm. especially my left arm. My left shoulder is not that strong. And sometimes when I go to deep, deep head for the right arm, I feel exposed in my left arm. Then yeah. that's why I'm kind of stopped doing a little bit. Yeah, I. Uh, it, it's never been one of my favorite spots, but let's say like I've got some guys that really sort of play it very well. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's that is people that do very well. Mm. No, it's. I think I, I really do think it's a fascinating position because for so long it was just very defensive. All that everything was defensive, and you've sort of your progression and development through it, amongst a couple of others, is what's made it now an aggressive guard off your back. Yeah. And I, you know, that's that that sort of development in jiu-jitsu is what is it's why I think it's great. Yeah, for sure. And I I think that's that's some sometimes when I teach like the the first intro class, and I sometimes let's say I work with standing up base, yeah, one take down. Then when you go to the ground, I always like to teach like a little bit of, of guard, you know, like open guard and retention, retention. Mm -hmm. And some people get, some people kind of, well, what, how, how, how I defend, how I attack. Then you show a little bit, a lot of people start getting like fascinated, you know, how, because for a regular fight or a regular guy, being the bottom is, is the worst part, Yeah, you know? And as you as you start learning jiu-jitsu and you have a great guard, being the bottom is just comfort, you know. You tend to it's I ended up playing guard. I, I never actually enjoyed playing guard, but as an instructor I teach passing because that's what I preferred to do. And then to allow my students to become better passers, I ended up playing guard all the time. So I actually then developed yeah. quite a good guard. And a good guard retention system, despite the fact that I didn't actually like playing guard very much. I like passing. I like teaching that, and that's what yeah. I prefer to do. Yeah, I can tell you that I I prefer to be on top. Oh yeah, a lot of people don't know that, but 
yeah, when I for training, I, I, I really prefer to be on top, you yeah. know. But what for when I was competing that time, and and I I cannot like my takedown wasn't that good because of my knee, and I don't want to lose time standing up. And sometimes I'm not feeling comfortable standing up because of my knee, and I just pull grab, you know. Then I need to to find a way to to sweep and to be on top. That, yeah. That's that's how. That's one thing that that Jean Jacques always teaches to like. Don't I mean how more how more like a scramble? How more I, I get in the fight is better for me. Then I don't want to lose my time like just pushing, pulling, standing up. You know, yeah, yeah. pull guard and see what what what's gonna happen. You know, yeah. Utilize that time doing something that you've spent hours and hours and hours on the mat doing. Instead of standing up, yeah, and grip exactly. Fighting. Yeah, no, yeah. It, it does. It makes sense, and I think John Jack. I'd have, I mean, I'd I'd love to talk to you about everybody that you've trained with in the past, but we haven't got all day. <laughs> but John Jack's <laughs> one that, that that fascinates me personally because of his lack of grip on that side. So when I started, he was somebody that I sort of looked towards to try and see if I could emulate a, what, a lot of what he was doing, but he obviously never had that. Yeah. He, Jean-Jacques, I mean, like I said, his idea, it's moving, you know? He's mm. not that guy. He's not He's not weak. He's, he's strong, kind yeah. of strong, but he's not that guy who's going to force you to do something, you know? He will find a way to to make you go where he wants. Then he like he how more he scramble is better for him, you know. He, he always ends up in a better position. That's how, and he's he's so creative, you know, and and fast. That mm. you know when you train with him, that's how I feel. Like uh, sometimes, some of my students ask me like, ah, I, they they see like yeah, Jacques some, sometimes posts some videos. Mm. You know about his game, mm. and some people think that doesn't uh, this problem not working doesn't working because this or because that. Say, man, if you train it for him, you're gonna see that everything he teach works perfectly yeah. for him. You know, and it's not work for him because he's strong or flexible. Work for him because he 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 does a lot, and he got the momentum, he got the timing. You know, that mm. that's, that's his idea. That's that's quite because. <sighs> Not not to go into too much detail, but Ben, whenever Ben's teaching, uh, teaching, he spent a lot of time going on about three three phases of grappling being a grip fight, an off balance, yeah, and then the technique. Um, and I've I've always said for for myself personally, um, because my grip fighting is always going to be weaker, I have to utilize the off balancing more, which sure. is pretty much what I'm sort of from what I'm understanding it's pretty much what it sounds like Jean Jack used to do so that's yeah yeah it's 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 kind of this you know he's he's not like exactly like let's say first phase you're gonna make a grips and and try to to do something he kind of skate the first phase and he he make you come to his game you know and he then he's gonna find a way to unbalance you yeah. and, and do what he wants. Yeah, no, that, it's that's uh, pretty much his idea. 
it's good because that's, that's what I've always said. I, I utilise the off-balancing side of things much more aggressively than most people do. And I'm quite reassured that it, it sounds like John Jack did the same. Like I said, he sort of fascinated me for a very long time. Um, my whole plan was to yeah. eventually go over to America and train with train with him myself. This you know back when I was sort of blue purple belt, but then I had kids, so yeah. I heard I heard from Sonata that he probably gonna have a camp in October or something like that. You know, a week camp in California. Is it? Okay. It's gonna be a good idea. I'll uh, yeah. I'll start sweet talking my wife now. <laughs> <laughs> I have to get I have to get in the good books before I can do anything like that. But I'll uh, I'll see what I can do. Uh, but no, he's uh, he's fascinating. So you're with me on the sixteenth and seventeenth of July. Full week. I still need to book your uh, hotel actually. I need to sort that out. Unless Ben's uh, done it. I, I need, yeah, I'll sort. I, but I've got your I hotel sorted. And uh, yeah, I'll uh, we'll look forward to having you over. Yeah, I look forward to. Thank you, and thank you very much for uh, sp- spending some of your time speaking to me today. I know uh, time difference makes it difficult sometimes. Yeah, but thank we've, you. We've worked thank it you. Out. Welcome. See you soon. Yeah. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Take care.